There is hope for us yet. We are young, we are aware. This is no. I am Holly Whitaker. And I am Laura McCowan. And this is Home Podcast. So hi, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. You sound a little better. Uh, Not really. Kind of. <laughs> I am a little better. I'm not terrified of getting pneumonia or secondary infections or other such things at this point. So that's good. Yeah. Isn't that scary when you are like, Ugh. what if I die? What if I get yeah. so sick that I die? No, I think for me, like, honestly, the scary part is, this is so neurotic. It's just the output. I mean, I just like, I like on Thursday morning, I was, I was supposed to stay in San Francisco and then on Friday I was going to take a, I was, gonna, I was going to LA and I woke up on Thursday morning and I was just terrified um because my throat hurt so bad it was just more mm-hmm. of like I am how am I gonna live how am I gonna do anything today yeah, yeah so um so anyway I I ended up cutting my trip short I I took it I hopped on a train at 9 a.m and I came home and I I slept for jumped into days. bed mm-hmm. yeah and so it's just for me it's it's silly but I mean I just I never get sick and when I do it's just I, it's just a reminder that we're such fragile things yeah we can now you know we we can um we can get sick yeah (laughs) I know and you can plan and you can calendar everything and you can you know then completely be unable to execute so I know type a nightmare anyway yeah yeah I'm I'm good how are you I'm pretty good pretty good um I have a big week this week. I am traveling to New York and I'm seeing, Yay. I know, and I'm seeing Cheryl Strait on Tuesday with Yay. one of our, our mutual friends and going to a concert on Friday. So it's one of those Sundays where- Ooh, what concert? My Morning Jacket. <gasps> no, where? Mm, uh, at the Orpheum in Boston. Oh God, I love them so much. I do too. And I've I haven't seen them. A couple times. Seen them um, those were definitely not sober concerts. <laughs> I yeah, saw them. I know. I and very um, all a lot of like summer. I'm I'm excited. I'm really excited, and um, that I love the Orpheum. And so yeah, I, so I have a big week. So my Sunday, this Sunday has been like staring down the barrel of a big week, you know, and it's trying yeah. to like re-energize without not, you know, without ignoring the fact that it's <laughs> there's stuff coming. And those are all, those are mostly fun things. There's a lot of responsibility in, uh, in between there. Uh, but I'm good and I'm excited to talk tonight. Yeah, I am too. I'm excited about our topic. Um, but before we get into it, do we want to announce a couple things? Yeah. So, so a couple quick announcements. Uh, next week, Thanksgiving week, nuts uh we are going to be airing a holiday episode so like how to deal with the holidays uh sober um and all that comes with it and then uh we we announced this last week but still as excited about it uh (laughs) yeah sarah heppala is going to be on uh december 2nd we're interviewing her and Ann Dowsett Johnston will be on December 16th and, uh, for another interview. So, yeah. 
Yeah, and even more exciting news, Annie Grace, I, I forgot to tell you this, but Annie Grace of This Naked Mind um, just confirmed that, she'd, that <gasps> she would be on our show as well. Um, yes. Really exciting. Um, and then also the uh, the woman that appeared in uh, on my blog in the article on atheism, the mm. original atheist has mm-hmm. also agreed to come on and and talk, which it who yeah. she, she's one of our mutual friends now, and I'm mm-hmm. so excited about that. So we have a lot of really great interview shows coming up, which um, it's like oh god, yeah, I'm I, yeah, totally right timing. Can't wait, can't wait to talk to these women, and uh, it's yeah. it's perfect, perfectly. I love time. corner of the world. Yeah, it's it's great. It's really great. Um, awesome. So yeah, those are the announcements. Is there anything else? No, um, just okay. a quick rate us on iTunes. <laughs> I love how you never fail to say that. Well, it's it helps. It helps no, a lot. You're so true. It's so true. It's just yeah. so diligent about it. I forget all the time. Rate us on iTunes. It helps people find the show. And that's it. That's cool. it. So let's let's jump in. So today we are tackling social media. Yeah. Which- <sighs> I actually at first was not excited about, and tonight I am terribly excited about it. Yeah, it's me too. Uh, Once we started talking about how we wanted to do the show, I got really excited and just thinking about how big it is, you know, in sobriety, in- In our lives. uh, In our lives. Yeah. um, In, uh, yeah, in our lives, period. I mean, I, I spend a lot of time on social media, both personally and for- you know, writing and blogging and professionally and, and this, yeah, yeah, professionally. Yeah. And, and yeah. And so, and, and, you know, just as we were preparing for the show, just thinking about tracing it back um, to, you know, this, this whole path and it's, it's huge. It's huge. And there's, we want to talk about, we're going to break it up into pitfalls uh, of social media, both personally and professionally. Yeah. yeah. Benefits, you know, the awesome, amazing things that have come from it and sort of our individual rules for engagement. Yeah. I think it's great. I really like how it's structured. So why don't we get first into, um, some of the pitfalls. So why don't, why don't you start by, by explaining, um, from, and let's start with, let's break it. Let's go back and forth. So personal pitfalls that you have found yeah um, so first of all let's talk about like what what social platforms are you on oh that's a great question um I'm on Facebook um I have my personal account and then I also have a a page and then I uh yep and then also I'm uh part of a couple different private Facebook groups that I count Mm -hmm. as separate communities Mm -hmm. and then I'm on Instagram and I don't use I I rarely use Twitter I keep Mm -hmm. on trying to but Marie (laughs) Forleo told me it was okay if if I didn't. And so I'm kind of going with that. Yeah. And that's really it. And, and LinkedIn, I do post, I do actually have a great community on LinkedIn. Uh, cause that's, that was my OG. Like, yeah. Uh, what I used to love when I was professional, I was mad networker. And so I still am on LinkedIn and actually, well, I don't do a lot of social interaction. I do post blogs there and I actually have quite a few uh, connections and I don't know. So I would say LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. What about you? Yeah, uh, same. I I am Facebook with both personal and, and I've always been kind of a big Facebooker. Um, not- you are a big Facebooker. 
Yeah. But I think that's the kid thing. You know, it's definitely like most of my posts are about Alma, um, uh, my daughter. And so that I, I have the I Fly at Night Facebook page. I have, I'm on Instagram, which I love. And then, and I am on Twitter, but I am a reluctant Twitterer. It feels always to me like everybody's screaming at the same time. So I, I use it for some things, but I don't use it very often. And LinkedIn, I guess, you know, I, I mean, I use it professionally, but I, I'm rarely on LinkedIn. So really those three with Facebook being a big one, plus Facebook and Instagram being the big ones. Yeah, and you don't you no longer personally Instagram. You just professionally. I mean, you've kind of merged. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, same. I did the same. I I have my. I still have a personal account. I just so do I. Hate it, and so I don't. Really well, I don't even remember that I have it. I yeah. I, until you said that, I don't. You, I haven't posted there for over a year, probably. Um, yeah. 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 So it's all it's all one and the same, which is kind of an interesting point. I didn't think about. Yeah, it is interesting. <clears throat> All right. So, okay. So to start off, uh, you want to go into um, what yeah. some of the pitfalls that you have encountered personally on social media? Yes. Um, so a big, a big, big, big one, uh, it, just going back to the drinking days. Um, and that was a major, major problem specifically Facebook um I and I wouldn't say it well yeah no Facebook mm -hmm. I mean it was it was a problem because it was you know I was documenting things that I that I like were you drunk, like drunk Facebooking drunk Facebooking <sighs> I didn't want to document necessarily I didn't want to have documented I um definitely, you know, chatted with people that was like, not, you know, having, and it wasn't like, uh, like, you know, guys all the time that I wasn't supposed to be chatting with. I just would have conversations that I wouldn't remember with all kinds of people. And that was awful. And, yeah. um, it was, it was, it's a, it's like a, that's a, it can be a landmine, man, for at that period of time, it really was. And I think about, about that, um, you know, I would go to Facebook and just like, you know, scroll through things, especially when I was drinking alone, scroll through things, look at things, comment, you know, do things that I didn't want to do. It was like, it was like another way to be out, yeah. like as if I was out at a bar and doing, you know, embarrassing things, but in, you know, to an audience of hundreds and thousands. So I think a lot of people have similar, you know, anxieties about it. And then, you know, just like the next day, you know, cleaning it up or, I mean, some things yeah. were so, were totally inane, but it was like, you know, posting depressing song lyrics <laughs> like in the middle <laughs> of the night or things that just don't make sense. Um, and then the cleanup the next day, you know, it was a, it was a major source of anxiety, um, personally, uh, and then, you know, there was also, I would say there, there's, I haven't had massive disasters, but it has, it can, it, I always have to be conscious of where it's fitting into, in my brain space, because yeah. um, it can be a cause of a lot of anxiety. You know, I don't, I don't, um, not so much the comparison thing, but I definitely have had times where I have felt, especially when I was newly sober, trying to get sober 
left out, um, seeing things that people are doing that I either a wasn't doing anymore, you know, just even if it wasn't something that I would necessarily be at anyway, but, um, seeing things that, you know, are like, oh, I'm, I'm, that's no, you know, it's just like a reminder. Oh, they're drinking or they're drinking or they're doing that fun thing that I'll never do again. Yeah. Or, um, you know, when I, I separated from my husband too, you know, you, you start to see things that you don't necessarily want to see. I mean, it's the, the, the pitfalls are really that, it's like you can find what you want to find there. If you're searching for pain, you can find it. You know, you can find something to be left out about. You can find someone who's doing better than you. You can find someone who even strange things give me anxiety. If I'm part of a writer's group and I'll see people post things that are about, you know, achieving, like they finished their novel or they just sign on a publisher and it's that kind of stuff in if I'm having a conversation with someone I'm excited about it I'm happy for them but it's like I don't know if it's the volume of things but I can get really anxious it's you know about what other people are doing yeah and it and it's it's an anxiety trap for sure um so I have to be mindful of that I I will say to you one of the the personally one of the most difficult things is the the approval seeking and you know when I went to get sober and I wasn't really out yet or actually when I when I did start to come out you know wanting that validation that you know if I post something about not drinking who's liking it who's not liking it and you know it's just like massive suck space of energy that you can get caught up into luckily that has waned you know my I don't check all that stuff anymore um but you know you can see if you want you can see who unfollows you on Instagram you can see who you know you can really keep this it, it can use a ton 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 of energy um I've had people you know like make make nasty comments or not or passive aggressive comments or in your personal life in my personal life um and that and I think you know that those are the pitfalls for me the another big one is I it's it can be a big energy leak like I have to I'm, I'm I will unfollow things and people very readily now um that just I don't even have to it's you know it's not like defriending everybody but I I'll unfollow people if it's not energetically feeling good to me um for whatever reason and I don't think too much about it um whereas before I would you know I would consider it and it was like this big thing and now it's just like no I don't need that little tiny bit of energy suck um because I also can't necessarily avoid not going on Facebook I could if I wanted to shut down my my page my uh blog page or my I fly at night page but I don't you know I I find so much good in it that I, that I just work to balance it out. Um, but I think a lot of it, especially around early sobriety, there were, there were some major pitfalls. I mean, I felt left out. I had major FOMO, um, all the time. I felt really, uh, other, you know, not being part of 
a lot of social stuff and it skewed my perception to what I wanted to believe anyway, was that I was missing out. I was not, I was not part of the world anymore. Yeah. Um, I was X, you know, X'd out of all kinds of things. And now my, now my experience with social media looks very different because my life looks different. So there are a lot of people there, there are hundreds of people in my, that I'm friends with that I wasn't friends with before, you know? So your, my playmates have changed and my playgrounds have changed. And so my feed looks different. Um, but it was really hard there for a while. Yeah. That was a, a really, really tough thing. I limited, I even got off Facebook for a, a couple of months um, to take a break. I've, no, I've known a lot of people that have done that, especially it was, kind of around early sobriety. Yeah, it's good. I think it's really healthy because um, you can't unsee everything, you know, yeah. and uh, it can be really, it can be really um, distracting and, and just tough, tough. So those, those have been pitfalls um, personally. And then there are some professionally that I'll, that I'll talk about later, but what are yours? I feel like you have some doozies. Per- personally, no. Okay. It's all, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All- no, personally, um, in 2008, I was working in an office and I actually started calculating the the number of hours I was spending on Facebook every day. Oh God. (laughs) So for Lent, I gave it up. I think it was either two, it was 2008, it was 2008 for sure. So for Lent, I gave it up. I just basically was like, I I posted a little thing and was like, yo, signing off, like, Mm -hmm. you know, see you guys and however many, I wasn't Catholic, but I just, it was, it was just something I felt I really needed to do. And it just, that changed Facebook for me from there on out. I mean, cause I was spending so many hours before, I mean, I was living my life through Facebook and I was uh, working yeah. on, and I had been also, I don't know if you used MySpace, but I also had used my oh, yeah. part of my, right. And so I had developed that idea, like MySpace was just this, like, I found it when I was very, when I was at one of the most. I uh, I don't know uh, self loathing points in my life, mm-hmm. and I just I was living in San Jose at the time, and my mom was ill, and I thought I'd have to move home to Fresno and take care of her for the rest of my life, and so I I started to I found this way. My life sucked, and I found this way to create this thing that really truly promoted me in a mm. much different light, and and mm-hmm. not only that, I could find everyone that I went to high school with, and like make them think that. I You're an, was yeah. living this glamorous life in the Bay Area, <laughs> driving my Honda Civic and working at my big four accounting firm. <laughs> and so, and, and not only that, I had great taste in music and, and you can, oh, you know, you can totally profile. So I spent, you know, I got really deep into it. And then Facebook, I was, I was on from a pretty early point and the same thing flowed from there. And before I knew it, I just really obsessed with creating this very, very, uh, unreal perception of who I was curated mm-hmm. yep. and then I was on I was always digging into other people's stuff and I was on I mean I was just on it all the time and I mm. I I just took the break from it and I never got back into it after that it, there was That's just awesome it felt like it well it kind of it I mean it was and it wasn't it kind of felt like I was this bystander and it's it's how it feels today which is I, I mean if you look on my page it's like my personal page it's so depressing and not depressing, but it's just like, it's these, I, I mean, I promote my blog. That's about it. And I post things about yeah, it. Yeah, but that, 
See, I don't, I think, like, I never would think, oh, that's depressing. No, I would, no, 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 no. Let me, but it's not depressing and like, oh, I'm, I'm so inadequate, but it also doesn't feel, it feels like I just shouldn't even have it for some reason. Mm-hmm. You know, like for some yeah. reason, it just feels like, it feels like self-promotion. It doesn't feel like I'm actually part of a community. And for yeah. me, that has, that's really what like the sticking point of these things are, is feeling like I'm part of a community. So whenever totally. I post anything, I always feel like I'm like, Hey guys, <laughs> still here. And I don't care about any of your pictures, but here's my blog post. Yeah. And so it just feels really, it doesn't feel authentic. And so I kind of, you know, Facebook is just not a big thing for me. And it was, and I did try and get back into it in when I was spiraling out of control in, in late 2012. Yeah. Like I just was. I don't remember exactly why I think it was because I worked with a lot of young folk and they all were really <laughs> hip to, to Facebook. Young and folk. I just kind of got into this thing where I was trying to come back into it. And I just felt like an old person, like, like the college kids showing up at the high school party with a letterman jacket on, you know, just yeah. like trying to relive my glory days and not working. Yeah. And so I just had this really, like, there's this funny story. I, I got really drunk. Um, one night in Chicago and took a, like stayed out all night and took a cab to the airport. And for some reason decided to go through everybody on Facebook and defriend all the fuckers that didn't like any of my stuff, oh or that my happened, you know? And so it was crazy. I mean, it just brought out, like, it just wasn't, we weren't good together, Facebook and I. And so yeah. I just don't go there. And, um, I, you know, so the pitfalls really are, um, are kind of, not like personally, they're just not a big deal because it's just not a big deal. I will say, however, occasionally, like in the last couple of weeks, I I don't know why Facebook does this. I don't know if it's to torture me or, or what, or to make people feel inadequate, but there was for some reason an alert that told me uh, it was recommending people I should be friends with. And it was a list of people that had unfriended me. And I would never have known that these people unfriended me, but I was just sitting there and I was like, why would I want to be friends with people that I'm already friends with? And it really, it like was the list. It was like the roll call of, of, all the people that have been friends oh, that's awful. the last couple of years, right? And so I did something super passive aggressive and I sent friend requests to them and um, like, hey, whoops, must have made a mistake. And um, <laughs> and then I, and then I just- Oh, see, this is so, it's so- Right, it's crazy. It's crazy shit. Like, it's just crazy shit. So I don't know. I mean, I kind of like, personally, the pitfalls have just been, it's just not, it's just not a, you know, it's- ugh. And um, Instagram is a totally different beast. Like Facebook mm. and I are just like, I've kind of made my, my uh, Facebook and I have basically buried the hatchet and occasionally we'll like still sleep together, but it's always bad. And <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. Instagram on the other end, on the other hand, um, was a slow lesson to learn because I loved Instagram from a personal perspective. I would, and um, I really measured myself and how many likes I got on my photos because I loved to take photos and I thought my photos were amazing. And yeah. I just like, I think right around uh, maybe two months you know, I, I switched the vibe. Like before it was like, here's me in a cocktail and here's me in Mexico with a cocktail or here's me taking Mm -hmm. shots. And I changed the vibe and it was like me with a, on a beach writing the number of days sober in the sand or me in my (laughs) writing tattoo. And so I like flipped it. I flipped the script and, um, people started unfriending me or unfollowing me or whatever. And I was very, very, 
attuned to that. And whereas on Facebook, I wasn't watching it. This was like in real time. And I remember one day I posted something and like, you know, like 5% of my friends unfollowed or whoever. And these were close friends. Like it wasn't a large community on Instagram at the time. It was, it was a small community. And so, and it was people that I, people that I only followed people that followed me. It wasn't like a, you know, any random shit was like, it wasn't like people were finding me from across the globe and wanting to follow my, you know, my, amateur photography but like Mm -hmm. yeah and but I I went through I spent like a couple of hours and I went through and and I was and I I found all the fuckers that unfriended me and I you know (laughs) unfollowed me and I unfollowed them and I remember just sitting there like three hours later it was when I was couch surfing I was at my friend Jeff's house and sitting there on a bed with like white sheets and you know with my two suitcases and I just spent three hours unfriending people and I was unemployed oh yeah like this isn't good this is not good no, so, you, you know, just went, you went down a rabbit hole. I mean, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was sad. It was very sad. So, you know, I would say, um, there's not, it's not been one of those things, you know, the comparison thing sneaks in sometimes, but more on a professional way, actually not even on a personal, just so much more on a professional basis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the comparison thing sneaks in, but really for the most part, personally, I don't, you know, I haven't really suffered too many, um, you know, I mean, like, aside, say from the fact that one time spot, something happened with Spotify and it started streaming what my music selection was to my Facebook page and <laughs> showed that I watched, that I was listening to the Bridges of Madison County song <laughs> like 10 times in a row. I mean, that was really bad. But That's that, total humiliation. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, what the fuck? And it'd been up for days and people had liked it. <laughs> That's amazing. I learned very early the beauty of um, of a private Undercover. private session on Spotify. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. So I mean, like that's like I I consider that to be one of the worst things that's happened to me on social media. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I think that was good. <laughs> 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 literally like bridges in madison county bridges Fuck! In yeah. did you watch it like several times no it was it was it's a really beautiful soundtrack and i listen oh to you're it, listening I, it's like my god it's fine like like i have anything to be embarrassed about here <laughs> it is what i listen to when i'm sad and i'm going through a breakup so i i don't have to listen to it oh yeah no that that's so funny <sighs> God, it's just embarrassing. Anyway, yeah. So that's that's about the extent of it. But there's just yeah, there hasn't really been there's hasn't personal. Been too much. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think Instagram I yeah, I, I second your thoughts on Instagram too for sure. I love I love it as a community and I mean it's both personal and professional and um Facebook is a is a different animal altogether. Yeah. It's just it's just it's ugh. It's just not, I mean, it's just not my thing. I just, it's really funny. I, I, um, I hate, I, I love using it for, and we'll get into it professionally and some of the benefits, but I just don't, I have no interest. It doesn't call to me. It doesn't sing its siren song to me. It's just not, Yeah, that's not how Twitter thing. is. And that, I, I honestly don't <laughs> know if I was not a mother. I don't know if I'd be on it as much. I, I Explain cannot. that part to me. Is it because you, I mean, what is, what is the mother thing with it? I love writing things that Alma says and, <laughs> and pictures of her because she's an amazing kid and it's yeah. been, Fun. And I have a lot of, I mean, I don't live by any of my family. 
So a lot of them, you know, know about what she's up to and what I'm up to because of Facebook. Um, I mean, I have a huge family on my dad's side and they, you know, that's how I've, how I've stayed connected with them. So, so that's why. Um, so so now professionally professionally okay so we'll we'll talk professionally as my job as that's that I don't get paid for as 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 a writer sweat equity at this point so yeah because I mean I don't there are no pitfalls for that I can really think of for my job job for your job job but for your Um, for your budding career as a writer mm-hmm. slash sober personality slash whatever this is yeah so pitfalls um gosh there is there can definitely be more comparison there uh although it's a a lot less than when I first started out I have very I feel like I have my pit, the pitfalls are so small so much smaller compared to the benefits um I mean it it can be the same way I can definitely go down rabbit holes um but usually they're really I don't know I'm checking out people that are really interesting to me I know uh, and not it's not a oh my god what is his you know his ex is his current girlfriend's cat you know look like that you know you you, where you go down and down and down and down you're like what why 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 am I doing it's more like oh this person's doing amazing stuff I'm gonna go check out you know dive into their feed for an hour so I don't find that to be as much of a pitfall at all I don't know I would say um it can be some of the similar things a little bit of the comparison stuff not 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 too much it can be a lot of um, numbers games, like, how am I doing, yeah. you know, and that, uh, that is a huge distraction. Um, yeah. huge, 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 huge. Um, it can be, I don't know. I think those are big, the big, the big ones, honestly, professionally, I find it to be a total joy most of the time. It, I can definitely, I can definitely get stressed out about commenting a lot or, uh, you know, on Instagram, I love engaging with my feed and ever and tons of other feeds, but on Facebook, it's a little bit harder. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a time thing. I think the biggest pitfall is probably time. Yeah. I, because I do enjoy it, I can spend a lot of time and I can get, you know, if I'm supposed to be writing <laughs> or I'm supposed to be focusing on a project that takes more what am I saying? I know what the pitfall is. It is totally energy and time. I mean, I will check because it's, it's instant feedback. Yeah. It's instant stimulation, yeah. you know, yeah. and I've noticed that it causes me that like that constant fast twitch switch of my brain Yeah, is like a track that I'll get in and I lose my ability to concentrate on technology um, addiction. Oh, it, I have it bad. I have it really bad. I know, so do I. Um, I have it really, really bad. It's felt terrible this week. Um, I notice, like, when I pick my phone up and I'm pressing my thumb to the thing, I get, like, a little surge of anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anxiety. Mm -hmm. Not, like, a surge of dopamine. (laughs) Not, like, oh. Um, I get a hit. 
I'm just like, ooh. <laughs> I think it's like I think it's like I got too many I get too many hits like hits 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 and then and then like every good drug you crash you know you're like oh, I feel so empty <laughs> I feel so unfulfilled and what is the point of my life and yeah curl up in a ball and go to bed um yeah so that's that's a pitfall it, it is in massive it can be a very big energy and um, attention suck for me. Yeah. Other than that though, the benefits, I, I, they're so much bigger. Um, yeah. it's just something I have to, I have to really be mindful of and keep in check. And with, you know, it will get into the benefits, but, um, what are yours? Um, angry comments. Oh yeah. Go, <laughs> going to every I know. I just, bite you're invited to. Yeah. Oh God. Um, yeah that's huge though that's comments it's like it's one of those things where i'll just be going through and i'm very we'll we'll kind of get into this in my rules of engagement i'm fiercely protective of the space especially on my on my facebook page because i want it to always i just i don't want anybody to walk into that and think that this is like this is this is some fighting ground it's just Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. if there's joy and love to be shared please say whatever's on your mind. I don't mind. I don't care what your path is, but you know, if it's derogatory or if it's mean or if it's um, crazy or if it's anything that's just vitriol or vomit or crap, Mm -hmm. I just, um, I think that's one of the pitfalls and, and all, and it's not, it's not a big one just because I have, I have a very large amount of control over it. I delete it. Um, but it is, it is, it is there and it just kind of reminds you people are assholes. Um, mm-hmm. and that you are also, you know, I think, I think sometimes I, I live in this world of thinking like, because we really do have such a wonderful and kind community that, that you know, oh, yeah. on, on Instagram and, and, and on Facebook and between, you know, the, the listeners here and on our, our home secret Facebook group and, and all that, like, I live sometimes in this la la land where I forget that um, it's so polarized and people are really, you know, can. They're trolls. There really are. I mean, like Mama Sari says, like she has dolls that, like troll dolls next to her when she writes every day because you have to remember that some people are just. I mean, I got a comment like that this week where you're just like, whoa, that was just, that was just straight up to hurt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's that. And, and it's not really a big one. And um, professionally, um, also the need to engage on everything. Mm-hmm. I am uh, an empath and I never want anybody to be felt unheard. Um, I don't know how much longer this is going to last though. Right. Um, but I respond to every comment. And then like, for instance, sometimes I'll get people that'll send me a private message and say like, is everything okay? Yeah. I get this a lot actually if I don't respond to something. Um, you know, I know you did I offend you or did you know did something come off wrong? And so yeah. I have this and I'm going to have to break it at some point, but I do have this uh this I do have this twitch to make sure that everyone feels okay and loved and um and yeah. I, I end up giving I end up giving way more of myself than I have to give. And so it's, uh, it's energy leak in, in that, not in the, the, um, incoming it's energy leak. And I'm just, I, I going, mm-hmm. want to make sure everyone feels okay and yeah. loved and heard. And so, um, you know, and then I'll go and I'll write something on Cheryl Strade's 
you know, feed and, and like pour my heart out and, you know, she'll never respond to me and I'm not upset about it. You know? <laughs> right. Cause but you, like, I know, I know. But at the same time, it just, there, you know, it's, it's this, it's this, I guess, this feeling of making sure that, that everyone feels loved and heard that sometimes just wears me out. And, um, and also the, 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 um, I'd say the, the comparison, the numbers game is a big deal. Um, because it's kind of, it's so interesting because I think if I were, you know, if I were doing this stuff or if I were, if I were the head of marketing for, for me, I wouldn't be so personally tied to it. And I'd be like, okay, you know, like let's, you know, it would be just numbers. Yeah. Just numbers, Mm -hmm. but it's not, I, cause it is my, it's my stuff. It's my life. It's me that's out there. And so there is that personal there. It just, I don't think I, I, you know, just kind of like Liz Gilbert says that she'll never get used to, she'll never get used to, what did she say? She'll never get used to hurtful comments or. Yeah. I mean, she, she, it was what she wrote about rejection or criticism that she just turns a blind eye to it because she doesn't want to, she can't absorb it. It like destroys her. Yeah. And it doesn't destroy me, but I don't, but I do always, I think, you know, I mean, it doesn't affect me to the way that it used to, where I used to think, what did I do wrong? You know, Mm -hmm. and I understand way more now that it's, you know, I mean, I unfollow people all the time just to to free up my own landscape and and I understand it completely. Um, But it still is really hard to not take personally when, when people, you know, stop wanting to hear you. And so I'd say, you know, those three things, are big the angry comments the the feeling that I, I need to engage on everything and and then also um not taking it personally when I when somebody no longer wants to loves you <laughs> nobody wants to hurt on my pictures anymore <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah yeah so that's it that's good um okay so so what about the good stuff the benefits. That's what we're doing now. Um, oh my gosh. I mean, personally, personally, and this is everything I'm, I'm going to do it all. So benefits, I mean, they're, they're, you know, for me personally, and specifically about sobriety, it in social media, especially Instagram has is massive. I mean, that's where I met you. Yep. That's where I have met probably a dozen women that I talk to regularly, like regularly. Right. Um, it is where I found kind of a tribe. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is where I started to really, I mean, I, the expression is a big, big benefit. I think if you want, you can have your voice exactly as you want it. As exactly as it is, it's it, it, to be expressed. I mean, whether for me, you know, through the blog, through Instagram, especially, I've always loved pictures and words right. and words, especially. And I was always like, oh, that's so cheesy to put out there. That's so um, depressing, you know, because that's the feedback I would get. Yeah. That's so depressing. That's so dark. That's so why are you posting all that dark shit, you know? And when I, I started my Instagram account for, um, and followed people and nobody that I knew, um, when I started to get serious about trying to get sober, it was 
life-changing because I didn't edit myself that way anymore. And Mm -hmm. it, and it has since then allowed me to find my voice um, and to find others who have, who really like my voice for what it is without being, you know, without it being filtered by what I I think other people want to hear or how I want to be heard or I want to be um, seen. So, so it can, expression has been a massive benefit. I get a lot out of posting things on Instagram and from meeting, um, you know, seeing what others post. Um, another big one is tribe. Like I, I found amazing community of people through, through both Facebook and Instagram that I, I mean, you, all of this, it would not be happening. (laughs) All of this would not be happening without social media, without Instagram. I wouldn't know so many women that I have met in real life, some who I have not, but I still talk to. I mean, you, you just met one of our mutual friends, Tammy, and, um, she, I talked to her, you know, pretty frequently and we've corresponded via like snail mail. I get, you know, letters from people in my PO box that I've met on online. It's just, it, it, it really, I did find a big tribe and I, you know, I feel like I have a really strong recovery group in real life, um, through AA and I have an, an even bigger, much, much, much bigger actually, right. You know, recovery community online. Um, it's been huge and connects, you know, I've, I've, that's probably the biggest benefit. And then, uh, you know, the third one I have is as much as it can be like a highlight reel, this is more towards the expression. It, it can really be a place to just be brutally honest. And I found that I am attracted to the people I'm most attracted to are the ones that are really honest on, on social media and say, you know, exactly what's going on and are open and, um, and I, and I have done the same. So I feel like I have, I have faded out a lot of people that are highlight realists and, um, my community now reflects more of what I, you know, the people that I want to know, uh, in life. And it's just a lot more honesty, a lot more fun, a lot more authentic. Um, those are my benefits. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, mine are mine are pretty basically the same. You know, it's um, I think it's really interesting. One of the things that you said, it, you started a new account, and um, in which you could just be completely honest. And it was really funny because I go back to that point where when I first started to really get um, see things differently and feel differently, and where I was transitioning from this different life really yeah yeah now um it was just funny because my post changed like I said and I started to um and this is I'm speaking personally I'm speaking like for what this did for me personally because professionally I think it's different but I started to post like quotes that I was under like I started to post things differently right like Mm -hmm. I started to post on my personal Instagram account um very real experiences and also lessons that I was learning and things I wanted to share. And, um, right. As you're like exploring them in them, and Mm. I felt it didn't feel very free. And there was, and I, and I started, I started a separate account to do that. And, um, and personally, 
it was so fucking freeing to oh, be able God, to no just to be able to actually like it was there was this thing of like I almost like drawing a line in the sand I'd let people know hey I'm starting this other account if you want to like be friends with me it's over here and it was just freeing to be able to go to a place where I, I didn't feel every time I put something out like I was like I was like I was, I don't, I don't even know what the right words are. You were thinking about it. I mean, yeah, I wasn't, and I wasn't thinking about it. I stopped thinking about it. I was just kind of throwing out there. This is how I feel. This is what's going on in my life. This is what my life looks like. It's amazing. You know, and I was no longer apologizing for being happy and apologizing Mm -hmm. for, um, for not, for having a bad day and talking about it or no, no longer apologizing for the fact that I really like to talk about sobriety. And so exactly very, for me, it was personally just really, really freeing to be able to uh, express myself because I, I still didn't have that in my real life. I had it, but I didn't. And so it was very, very like, it was important. It was so important to me in, in evolving along my path because it allowed me to really I guess there's no other way to say it than it really allowed me to grow into my bones, right? Totally. It yeah. Allowed me to, to, and to own who I was. And, and then also personally on Facebook, I have to say, I posted one of my blogs uh, that was very personal on my personal Facebook page, and yeah. which was one of my, one, a, a blog about sobriety that I really had not intended to. And uh, there was, there was also something really liberating about uh, kind of exposing myself fully in front of everyone that I had known. And I I see that as a huge personal benefit because it was almost like throwing the cloak off and saying like, this is who I am and, and no longer really feeling like I split, like it's like I had a split. Yeah, that's exactly what I was. Mm -hmm. And so and and just and big. I can't explain it other than just to say like it just felt like oh god. It was a liberating. big relief. I know. It same. was a relief. It was total relief. And so that was a huge benefit is I've used social media as a way to express myself. It's like I th- I imagine it's just like I see myself like throwing a rock into a river and just like letting it land and splash and sink to the bottom and move the other rocks around and do what it needs to do without really worrying about, you know, and, and I would just have to say <laughs> that I, I don't my rock I look? Run back in and fish it out and take it back. But it is to say that it's very, very, very liberating to live my life in a way where I get to chuck these pieces out and, and I get to use a microphone and I get to express myself and I get to say the things that I need to say and, um, and let it fall as it might, you know? And yes, so, I totally, it's so well said. Yeah. I, there's I, that. And then there's also, right, like friends. Like, I mean, I wrote, I posted this thing from your daughter's bed. I was lying in, your, I was lying in Alma's bed and I just, I thought it was so funny because I posted on Instagram and it was just like, you meet someone on Instagram and then you end up in her daughter's bed, you know, (laughs) and it's so, oh God, it's just delicious. And last week, Tammy Salas and I met for uh, coffee in San Francisco and she's, she's somebody that is on Instagram and we're collaborating on a project together. And she's the one you were talking about that you're in correspondence with. And Mm -hmm. I just was, she was just, it was just, there's something so delicious and real. It's, it was, I told her there's something so special about meeting somebody and being seen and you 
there, there's something about, I don't know what it is, if it's just the magic of this, but I mean, there's so many more than just her. I mean, there's endless amounts and, and I don't want to, you know, she's, she talks about it on face on Instagram. Right. So, yeah. Um, I wanted to mention her. that she's, she's out. She's um, out on Instagram. But, on her own blog too. On her own blog. Yes. Um, but there's, but beyond her, there's so many more and there's just something it's like, it is, it's like finding your tribe. It's like walking into a room and being like, Oh my God. God, you get me. And without having to explain anything and just seeing somebody and being seen. And I couldn't find that in my real life. I couldn't find that, right? Because the, the odds of finding somebody who had been through what I've been through and, and understood what yeah. I was talking about. And, um, and, and you know, I don't, it's just, oh God. And so it's really, really special. It's really, really special. It's a, it's a great connective force in my personal life. And it's, it's, there's uh there's this great in Austin Kleon's book um I, I can't remember which one if it's feel like an artist or show your work but there's one where he talks about how um it's just how he is made how things that could never be made possible were made possible through his connections online yeah and, um, totally he has this really cute picture of a kid wearing a shirt that says here to make friends and I love it because I think it's just I mean it's it's really when I'm out there what I'm out there is is really, I'm there to make friends, right? I'm there to build a network of like-minded light seekers. Anyway, so yeah, that's yeah. one of my two. It's, it's community being seen and heard, and and then the other is um, really being able to express myself unapologetically. Yes, I love it. I love it. So professionally, what are the benefits that you found? I don't think they're any different. I feel like those are the, I don't, I feel like my professional benefits are pretty sterile. I mean, it's like, it's, it's really helpful, but they're no different than my personal ones. Really. I would say the exact same stuff. Oh, I think there's one big thing that I want to point out professionally, which is that it's, it's organic marketing and it's like actually been a really great way for me to, I mean, I've done so little work on, um, I've done so little paid advertising on my blog and I just have to mention yeah. that it's one of the best things that I can imagine is that it actually spreads just by word of mouth, which yeah. to me is so much more important than something spreading because I posted a bunch of ads. And so totally. there's this really big, there's this like this, and the, and not only that, there's this kind of like beautiful connection point that I have with so many different people um, that have, you know, found my blog or, you know, that I connect with on social media, which is um, we all, there, there, there seems to be a very small degree of separation between people that I know. And, and it's, it's attracting, it, it really attracts like the, the right, I don't know, it, it attracts a really big, beautiful community. And so professionally, yeah. it's really allowed, it's really allowed what, what I'm trying to start to to grow in a way that um that I could only possibly dream and the other part professionally is you know I mean for me I ha it has to be said that the biggest point of this for me is the social justice aspect which is really you know there's there's all this beauty in the community and free expression but I think one of the biggest things is really finding our voice in yeah. a very very stigmatized place in this world <laughs> and there's one of the biggest points I ever that that really um, I think David Sheff mentioned it in Clean is that one of the biggest unfortunate things in this is that it's anonymous. And whereas like a cancer sufferer might be able to find other cancer sufferers or, or you know, just like most yeah. people are able to find their people without having 
to search for them in anonymous places. Totally. Um, it's like yeah. it's like knowing that, that the girl sitting next to you at work is going through the same thing that you're going through. We don't have that. And so there is something that's that I I really truly feel that one of the things that that this space needs so much is for the shame to be lifted and the stigma to be lifted. And I think that the social media aspect has really allowed for for that like that's that one piece of this which allows us to look around and see each other and find totally. each other and stand together in a way that that we couldn't otherwise um if we were segregated and 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 really you know um in our own meeting rooms across the United States and without this, this really great connective source. And so, yeah, I didn't even, I mean that, that you're so right. I didn't think to say that, but absolutely, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> it is amazing for that. I, I every day appreciate um, the fact that we can be seen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's a big deal. It's a really, really, really big deal. Um, mm-hmm. if you think about it, you know, anybody, I mean, anybody that, um, that identifies or comes out or even, you know, is, is can find people yeah. immediately. Yeah. It's, it's a big deal. And it's, it's something that I think we sometimes take for granted, but, um, you know, this is, this is still a highly, highly stigmatized and a highly secretive thing. And so it's, it's really, it's, I believe that it's moving in the other direction. And this is the, this is really the, um, the way that it, it starts. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's great. All right. So just the last part are our own, we're going to talk about our own rules of engagement and what we, how we operate on social, um, to hopefully avoid (laughs) the, crazy pitfalls. So what I have to- these are rules of engagement and we each have five. Do you want to do yeah. fourth? Yeah. Okay. So I called my first one by Doreen. By Doreen. <laughs> by Doreen. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a I had a crazy follower <laughs> named Doreen and she caught me on all angles and um, one day and was saying oh. bizarre, bizarre things. And, um, I quickly, it was unfo- just cruel. It was just cruel. Yeah. It's just, she was name calling your, your, meanwhile, name she's name. anonymous. <laughs> she has anonymous. no pic. She has no pictures on any accounts. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> you were an alcohol, you were a suffering alcoholic and oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that I, I stole all her friends. He's um, <laughs> I, so I, I removed her, but we, we talked about it like right when that was, was happening. Cause I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and you, and so we called her, you know, she's for her, she and anyone like her or him is, uh, is a Doreen. Doreen. Bye Doreen. Bye Doreen. Uh, and then don't think about it. So that, that's my first one. I love that. Bye, right, I'm gonna make afterwards, a sh- I had something. I had somebody send me something mean, and you said, "Don't worry about it." Bye, Doreen. I was like, "You're right," or, or that's just that's a Doreen. So, anyway, yeah. I'm gonna make a shirt that says that. Eventually. Bye, Doreen. Bye, Doreen. Um, like the new bye, Felicia. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. Yeah. My number one. Um. I'm making it kind of a longer one. Um. It's. It's satyagraha, which just means um, to hold on to my truth. 
mm-hmm. which means um, also, um, I guess to say, I don't engage in anything that's not my truth. And mm-hmm. so, which is to say that when somebody posts something awful on my page or sends me a terrible email or um, which happens. I mean, it happens a lot with me because I have unconventional views and right. I'm out there. And um, some of my blog posts have gotten, you know, uh, lots of traction. And so I've gotten over the course of the last year and a half, some pretty awful things sent to me. And my, mm-hmm. and my number one rule on social media uh, is I just don't, I don't go into it. I, I really don't. I hold on to my truth. I mean, it doesn't, it's not, this is not to say that it does not affect me. I mean, you know, every single yes. one of them is a little hole in my heart, mm-hmm. but, uh, but it, but it is to say, I, I don't engage. I really, I hold on to my truth. I don't engage. Um, and I, I practice, I guess it's a course in miracles perspective, which is in my defenselessness, my safety lies, which means yeah. I don't need to, def- if I, if I need to defend it or defense is the first act of war, if I need to defend it, I'm just going right into war. And yeah. so it's for me of always this, just, uh, like Gabby Bernstein's, uh, forgive and delete. Yep. So that's my number one, which is don't engage, forgive, delete. Yeah. That's, it's necessary and yeah it's so critical you get you and you've come a long way on that I have to say (laughs) yeah well I don't I mean I've never engaged I don't think I've ever responded to no you've never responded but you're oh yeah yeah no I mean I'd spend a day in in bed with the email and I'd read it 20 times and yeah I mean it's you know it's gotten the next one um are that the it, this is not stated as a rule so much as I can refine if I if I want it I can find it um yeah. meaning if I want the rejection I can find it if I want the I can find it's it's all out there to be had right so good so yeah. I I don't I don't you know I when I don't date someone anymore I unfollow them I don't necessarily stop them and find out who they're dating now and find her profile and then find her parents profile and I don't because I've done it and it hurts (laughs) and I um have tried to slow down on the masochism Uh, I don't I don't don't. so I I, (laughs) you know the the rule is you know that I'm just mindful of that I if I, if I want it, I can find it and I don't go seeking for it. Um, not to say I never go seeking for it, but honestly, since I stopped drinking, when I was drinking, I would go finding for all of it. You know, I would, I would go down all of the most painful, um, rabbit holes that I could. And it really caused a lot of pain. I mean, a lot of pain. And, um, I don't do that anymore. Thank God I don't do that anymore. And, um, so that's that's my second one. That's good. Um, my second one is mind the rabbit holes, um, which means that I I one of the things I think is really tragic about social media is the is the getting sucked into um, 
either looking at someone's life or looking at, I don't mm-hmm. know, or just getting sucked in and, and following Time. mindlessly. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very, very careful. I think it's, I think it's a privilege and I'm very careful with it. And I, I spend as little amount of time as I possibly can in it. And I'm very mindful of if I've gone down a rabbit hole. And so it happens. Of course it happens. Um, it just, uh, I catch it when I do and I immediately withdraw myself from the application. Yeah. Agree. Number three for you. Um, the trolls are there. <laughs> like, Uh, that that goes along with it they're just there are people that are I don't I don't go on sites like the fix anymore I don't go on any sites that have nasty energy um because people there's people that do that I'm convinced like for a living or just spend most of their time um behind the computer screen tearing other people down and I can feel it like when I go into the fix and I read articles I can feel it feels nasty. I don't do it anymore. Um, so, and I, on my own, you know, my own site, when I, if I've gotten comments, I just kind of get rid of them, you know, protective of the energy, protective of, and also knowing that, um, it's not real, you know, that stuff isn't, doesn't mean anything. The, the trolley comments, they, they have nothing to do with me or the person who posted the article or, the conversation that's being had, they never, 99% of the time, they have nothing substantive about them. It's not real. Yeah. No, I think that's, I think that's great. I rare, I I rarely read the comment sections on anything anymore. Um, and which is why I also removed comments from my blog. Mm -hmm. Um, number three for me is, um, I flip the unfriends and losses, uh, really great way to look at this. Uh, if I've, if I've lost, you know, if it's if I lose male subscribers from sending out an email or if I lose Instagram followers from a post that mm-hmm. whatever. Um if I I basically have one one great way of looking at it, um and looking at the bright side of it, which is those weren't my people. It's not your um, tribe. And mm-hmm. the and this just allows for more room for and for and for also a smaller, more engaged population. Um yeah. and so it's just a, it's a much easier way to look at it than to say, what did I do wrong is just to say, you know, I've done something right because I've continued to really only, you know, I, I've, I've clarified my message. I've clarified who I am and the people that I really care to speak to are the ones that, you know, will stick through a dumb comment or, you know, or a post. Yeah, it totally, a, you want your tribe. Yeah. It's the whole Seth Godin thing about, yes. about tribes and yes the ones that people that want to stay with you stay with you and it doesn't matter you know yeah and those are the ones that you want those are the ones all right and number four for you number four um I don't know how to I I just put remove and unfollow I I um have like I said earlier I kind of excuse myself from any um pretty quickly from any energy sort of leaks and I, I get rid of them. Um, I, I unfollow people, uh, freely. I know people unfollow me. I don't keep track of that stuff anymore. I don't know when people, I can see the numbers go down, but I don't check who it is anymore. That was a massive, uh, waste of my energy. I, um, so removing and unfollowing are 
it's similar to what you just said, you know, the, the tribe thing, I guess, is I don't take it personally so much anymore and I, because I do it myself. Yeah. Um, and so I think, and I'm constantly kind of pruning my environments. You know, I am, I am a big no clutter person in my house. I throw things away all the time. I know, you threw away all my coffee cups, if you notice that. And my your, your Starbucks like paper cups? Yeah, I keep it around. Gross. Peru microwave. I know, I'm so annoyed. It was like the second <laughs> I would anything around. It was like you had a Roomba that was just following me around. Oh, I totally do, and I'm like that oh. with my kid. I mean, I I I get I get a lot of anxiety around clutter, and maybe it's gone into the like OCD level now that I'm no, it sober. Was insane. It was like seconds later. I couldn't leave anything around if I cared. That's awesome. I was I had a bottle of water and the lid. I took the lid off and I set it somewhere, and I was like like in another room drinking the water. When I came back. Back into the living room, the bottle cap was gone. It, I knew it was in the trash. Was <laughs> That's amazing. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I've definitely become much more that way uh, since I got sober. I can't tolerate messes. I, yeah. I, my energy um, leaks out really fast, and that goes with noise in my house. It goes with clutter. So I get rid of things, and I, you know, not hastily. I hope, but. Um, anything that isn't Word working my for me, except for your <laughs> coffee cups. <laughs> my coffee cups. Um, but I, I am quick to let things go, I guess. And yeah, no, I know. think that's great. I think it's great. I'm the same. I mean, I when I came home to when I came back to my childhood home, I uh, my mom was out of town, and I had I'd saved every letter I'd ever written to anybody. I'd saved I had like this. Yeah, I had my first boyfriend's underwear. I had all sorts of crazy shit, <laughs> photos, all sorts of things. I filled up a garbage can. I threw it all out. I threw it all out. Right? There's just no need to hold on to this. Crap. I love it, and there's. Oh, it's, it's so freeing it is so freeing yeah so that's a good point good point for social media okay my number four is um be authentic um which is sometimes which is an interesting one because sometimes I don't feel authentic and I'll force mm -mm. myself to post and I'll sit there and I'll be like nope and I'll delete it so I allow myself to curate only the authentic things that I really, really want to put out there. Um, and I'm careful to not force and I'm careful to, uh, make sure that anything I put out there, I'm going to stand behind. Um, and that it's, a and that it's a reflection of me. And so, yeah. um, yeah, so it's, yeah. Which, is, which is huge, which is huge because, um, which is just huge. It's huge. I don't know. I don't need to explain why. It's just, no, you don't need to it's explain a, why. It's a huge rule for me, which is if it doesn't feel authentic, take it down. Pull it off. Not right. me. Not, nope. Right. I love that one. And, um, yeah, and you don't need to explain it. It's, it's, it's not, um, not to eat. It's not small though. So I don't have a number five. I've used all mine. I think those are, those are really my only sort of rules of engagement. I don't, um, I don't have much more than that. I probably will as I continue to go on. Uh, my number five is I allow time. Um, I'm not, mm. I'm not, um, I, I don't feed into this. I must respond to everything immediately. Oh my um, God. I need to be more like that. Yeah. I mean, usually like I kind of, if I post something, I usually like walk away from it, you know, and, and usually comments will pile up if, if it's something that, you know, sparks a conversation 
And I just, I know it, it will kill me if I get into it. And I'm sitting there and I'm in real time responding to a lot of things. And so mm-hmm. I allow time in between. Um, I, I allow a lot of time in between responses. Um, yeah, just because I'm very, I chunk my time, right? So if I'm going to, um, so I'll walk away and then I'll go back on it and then I'll spend like 20 minutes going through it and very deliberately, you know, and, and engage. That's such a good, I need to do that. Yeah, it helps a lot. It helps a lot. And so, um, yeah, I, um, I don't, I, I don't give into this whole, everything has to be answered immediately. Uh, for me, it's what works because otherwise I would, um, I'd be in and out a lot more. And so I'm just kind of in for, you know, I'm in for periods of time. I'm in for periods of time. I yeah. I love, um, I love the, um, idea of chunking it up I think that it can get really that's where like technology addiction comes in because it's an immediate distraction you know I'm like oh I don't want to do what I'm doing right this second and I just heard your phone go off are you using your phone as we're talking no I hit I sat I (laughs) pressed the button and Siri came on Instagram as I'm talking talking right now I know what you mean and I'm checking to see if I have any likes no I yeah, it's Siri by accident. Um, anyway, that's awesome. I lo- I love this, and I think it. I would love like I, I I bet things change again in another year. Yeah, we'll come back and we'll do this again. It's funny. It is funny because after we've done this, I mean, this is going to be a longer episode. I think we really both thought we had not much to say about it, and I, I know think we both had to kind of cut it down. So yeah, and I you know to just tie it back to sobriety too. I think there is if you know for me if i um if i focused it right sobriety it social has been one of the best tools for recovery for me and for oh god i mean essential 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 and i think we've sort of said that but i want to put a fine point on it because i think it can um i think it can be really beautiful um but you have to i think i think for me i had to set you know, I had to, to set rules for myself or not even specific rules. It was much more organic than that. Um, but it was, we've had to be mindful for, of your, I had to be mindful of it. Right? Yeah. Like exactly. anything else. Yeah. And I think, I mean the same, you know, to put it right, to put a point into it, it's, um, did I say that right? Is it to put a point into it? You can put a pin in it to put a pin. I don't know. We're going to um, wrap it up so that, so you can put a pin in it. Yeah. Um, to put a pin in it. Um, it's in for sobriety specifically. I mean, it's been, it has been a, a, I don't even, I don't, I can't even, I can't even think about what my experience would be in sobriety had I not had social media, um, as an We're so lucky. We're so lucky. So, so, so lucky. And I have to say, I, I do believe, I mean, I don't toot my horn too much, but I believe I'm, I am pretty, I've grown up with social media. I'm very careful with it. I'm very mindful of the destruction that it can cause. I'm very mindful that if I, like you said, if I want to go on there and find all the shitty things that I want to find, I mean, like one time I ran into an ex-boyfriend and um, like the one I was living with in 2010, right before the whole shitstorm broke. I ran into him a couple years ago and um, we were at a grocery store and I was standing in line behind a woman and admiring her engagement ring and she turned around and I, I was like, oh, that's 
his girlfriend that's now his fiance. And uh. I had never met her. The only way I knew it was her was because I had stalked them on Facebook when I was drunk. <laughs> right. And so it can be this like terrible, terrible, terrible tool. I mean, it can be our undoing. But but that's I'm very mindful in using it in a way that really is just um in a way that really is whole like is is um whole uh in a way that builds me up, right? Right, doesn't take you down. Mm -hmm. That builds me up in a way to connect with people that inspire me, in a way to inspire other people, and in a way to meet friends and build community. And so it's it's the point. The point is to say we can use, you know, like a lot of people I've I've heard of just have really terrible experiences on it. And I think we make it what the experience will be. I think we really truly are, you know, we are the masters of our own fate when we're using social media. Mm-hmm. And so we can use it in a way that will build us up and help us, um, you know, and, and esteem us and, and help us connect and help us make a better world. Or we can use it as, a, you know, as a, we can, we can use it in, in the way that the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills use it. Or, you know, we can use it in, how know, do they like, use it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just like, please, we can use it in shitty ways, right? And so, but it's yeah. up to us to really mind what we make of it. And, and that's it. I think that's, I think that's kind of case in point. And what you and I both just went over is, you know, we've used it in destructive ways and now we're using it in really positive ways, which is, yeah. it doesn't, you know, we don't fuck up or do stupid things with it or, you know, let it, you know, get in our head. But, um, I think it's, it's one of those things. It's not evil. It, it can be a wonderful. Way. It can be wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. Awesome. Um, well, that was fun. And it was. we will, this will go up this week. And um, next week will be our holiday episode. Yes. Ooh. And then Sarah Heppola. So fabulous. All right. Have a wonderful Eve. I will. Infinitely so